welcome listeners. I am so glad that you're here and that you are listening and it is my joy to get to be back on sharing another episode. I apologize to any of the listeners that really rely on this Um, and that's not me out of pride but maybe you're just so hungry for Jesus that this really ministers to you and we have gotten off track with our timeline and so I just really apologize. I ask for your forgiveness and your grace. We are wanting to get back on track and hope to be able to do so from this point on. Um, It's no excuse by any means, but um, in May I did get married and then went on a honeymoon and then it was summer break for children and then we had vacations and all different things going on in life that caused us to kind of get off track of our schedule of releasing these podcasts. And so just ask for your grace and forgiveness and we plan on adhering to our what we have of a schedule from as best we can from this point on and so I just I ask for your forgiveness and I appreciate your grace and so um in this podcast episode uh, our co-host Abby Bailey is going to be sharing with us on what God has revealed to her and what he has put on her heart to share with you all about renewing our minds and I'm really excited to hear from Abby. I'm really excited to see what the Lord has in store because it it always, it's amazing um, to me how much even recording this and getting to have these good conversations with sisters in Christ, how it ministers to me as well. And so I hope it does the same for you. I hope that it offers encouragement and hope to you and that it helps spur you on in your faith. And if you're ever listening and you have a question about something, um, even if you disagree about something, if you feel led to reach out, we certainly hope that you do. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Instagram. We have a website. Our web Website is whispersofhopetn.com. Um, on on Instagram and on Facebook, um, whispers of hope, and you find us. There's a, a little lotus flower with some clouds behind it, pink and blue colors, and that's how you'll know you're us. Um, but so, just want to give you tools to be able to reach out to us. We want to be available. That's what Christ has called us to do. Whenever he was going through a city or a town, um, he didn't already have this agenda. And if it didn't adhere to it, then he didn't have time for it. The people came to him and he prayed for them. He laid hands on them. He healed them. He fed them. He did whatever the need was in that moment. And so we're certainly no bigger or better than Christ. And so we want to be able to do the same thing for you. So by all means, reach out um, if you feel so called. So um, there's all of that. Without further ado, let's get in with Miss Abby. All right, welcome back, listeners. I'm so glad to be back on air. We got a little off track. At one point, we had somewhat of a schedule, and then our lives happened a little too much. And then, um, well, I think me getting married really started the derailing of the train. And then from then, it was a real downward spiral. Yeah, yeah, summer is a little rough, especially for mamas like us. And so, um, but we're back and we hope to get back on somewhat of a schedule. But so glad to be here and I do have my dear friend Abby with me here and she's going to be sharing with us on um, the Lord renewing our minds and what that means and how we go about doing that and so 
I'm not going to hold her back. I'm going to let her get on in there because um, I feel like her words are always rich and that they require a little bit of time and a little bit of digging. So, Miss Abby, what do you have for us this time? Well, thank you again for having me. Um, it's always an, such an honor to me that I get invited to do anything and share out of this. But um, I'm just speaking to you just so you know the things I share are usually based out of my prayer time and my time with the Lord and kind of what He's showing me. And, and you know, I've heard so many, so many different ways and so many different times throughout my life how important renewing our mind is, mm-hmm. how important it is to know the Word of God and to hide those things in your heart. And, you know, I just, being very honest and transparent, um, it always equated to me how many Bible verses I knew, like mm-hmm. how much of His Word I had memorized. Yeah. But here's the thing, if... Even the enemy knows the word of God. Mm-hmm. If you aren't using that as a sword, I mean, so if we all have a sword, we're walking around and our sword is sheathed and somebody mm-hmm. comes up to us and we just point at our sword. Is that really what the sword was intended for? No, we're not using it to 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 do defend ourselves. And, mm-hmm. and we're in a war. I mean, mm-hmm. we are absolutely in a war. And the Bible says that we wrestle not against flesh and blood. That's right. Um, and so it's really, it's, it's been something the Lord is, I'm revisiting with him. Um, and just for anybody that's new to all this, if all this just sounds like foreign language, I just want you to understand that all of us are born with a free will. Mm-hmm. Our flesh, um, our mind, will, and emotions is all represented in our flesh. Mm-hmm. And we also have a spirit and we have a soul. Mm-hmm. Our thoughts and our, our thought life channel and uh, express through words Mm -hmm. our words are spoken we hear it the people around us hear it and out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks Mm -hmm. so even if you've become really good at choosing your words carefully at some point there's going to be enough pressure applied that's what what is inside what you truly believe about yourself is going to come out in your words Mm -hmm. um Things that you confess and say over and over again are, are going to become rooted in your mind as part of your belief system. Guess what? We act out of our beliefs. So now we have actions that are attached to thoughts that became beliefs, and they are stewarding our behavior and what we do. And we can operate out of sin, mm-hmm. or we can operate out of the relationship and, and the kingdom of our spirit man inside of us. That's so good. <laughs> And so we really have to make a choice going all the way back to our thoughts, what we're going to choose to believe. Mm-hmm. Now, I think it becomes difficult because your thoughts, they start at a very young age. Mm-hmm. And they're based on what you've heard. You know, our eyes and ears are all doors. They're mm-hmm. portals. Things come through our head, through things we overhear, things we see. You grew up in a house where you were told a certain lie over and over again, and that became part of your thought pattern, you're gonna have a belief based on that lie that is absolute truth for you. Because let's face it, if our parents say it, or people in our, when we're young, our teachers say it, our coaches say it, our doctor or pediatrician says it, it's truth to us. Mm-hmm. We believe it, why wouldn't we? We're innocent. So there's a lot of beliefs that we have, that we grow up with, that are not meant for us. Mm-hmm. They're not truth. So it really comes down to, okay, so what is the standard of truth? Mm -hmm. Well, (laughs) 
Jesus said, <clears throat> excuse me, John 4, 16, 14, 6, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So if you think of him as truth, he's the measure against any belief. He's the standard that you hold every belief to. And mm-hmm. John 1, 1, he says, in the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. In verse 14, and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And John writing this says, And we beheld his glory, and the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So now we have a standard. Regardless of what we've been told all our lives, regardless of what we've seen on TV, heard through music, we have a standard. He is the truth. He's the measure of truth. And the Bible says his word, he is the word. He was the word expressed through mankind. So there... There, now you have, okay, so if he is the only truth that we get to the Father, and he has been made word, then the word is now his spoken heart. It's, mm-hmm. it, it is the reflection of his intent toward us. So we can trust that the Bible is truth, that while it was penned by a man's hand, it was written under the influence of his spirit, mm-hmm. and that it is, it is what we need to hold against every belief. And... That is where he's taken me back, I guess, and just reminded me of the importance of what I measure every belief, every, from childhood on, things that I hear, especially in this, this day and time. If you turn on the news, if you turn on social media, it's really hard to find truth in any of it mm-hmm. right now. I mean, it just really is. It's, it, we live in such a wor- world that it's... Is difficult, but Romans 8, 6 says, let me find it, the mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's part of what everyone is looking for, is that is that peace, and it just shows you the power of your beliefs and your thoughts and how that is truly the deterrent. Like, you operate out of your, your flesh... And it's going to be a spiritual death, sometimes a physical death for people because of the choices that they make. Mm-hmm. If you operate out of his spirit, his measure of truth, his word, it's going to be peace. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty significant promise, mm-hmm. especially in this day and time, to have that peace. In Ephesians 3.20, he says, Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all we can ask or think, according to the power of work that is within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Well, that power at work within us, that really like jumped off the page to me. Okay, so what is the power of a work within me? Well, what are my beliefs? Mm-hmm. To what, what power have I given his word over me? Am I operating out of my spirit man or out of my fleshly man? And where do I make those beliefs and where do I operate from in those beliefs? The word renew itself means to restore, regenerate, make change, replace, replenish. Romans 12.2 says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Mm -hmm. And the verse goes on to say that you can determine, that you'll have some measure, that you'll know. Mm -hmm. So if you think of it as taking bad information out of you, because Mm -hmm. we're new creations... 2 Corinthians 5.17 said, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. Mm-hmm. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. Yeah. 
So we're taking what was dead flesh. If you imagine, I don't know if anybody watches HTV or any of those programs anymore, but I love when they can take a 100, 200-year-old farmhouse mm -hmm. and they can update it and they can address all the issues with that old house and they can make it look like something gorgeous and unique and an individual, but it's all up to code, it's safe, mm -hmm. it's energy efficient, and the family can enjoy it for the next 100 years. Mm -hmm. So if you essentially look at yourself and your new creation as this old <laughs> farmhouse that... It's got some rotted woods in the, in the foundation. You've got some bad belief systems that you grew up with that's mm -hmm. literally become an indicator of how you process everything. Mm -hmm. It's how you filter through everything else. And mm -hmm. then you, you get to a point where it's like, why do I keep making the same decisions over and over again? Mm -hmm. Why can I not hold on to peace for more than a second? You get to this place, and this is where the Lord keeps reminding me, this is, this is part of renewing your mind. Because mm -hmm. in Ephesians 4.22, it says, To put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life, and is corrupt through deceitful desires, and to be renewed in your spirit of your minds, verse 24, and to put on the new self created after the likeness of God in the true righteousness and holiness. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it feels like we're chasing those things, and we don't know... How do, how do I hold on to that peace? How do I become righteous? Look at all that I have done. Well, it's through the renewing of your mind. And the only way that you're going to truly replace those false beliefs and those old lies and, and see them for what they really are is to hold his word to it. His word is a lamp into my feet, a light mm -hmm. into my path. It is like shining a flashlight into an old attic and yeah. seeing cobwebs. And all of a sudden you find a safe or a filing cabinet and you open and there's all these old files, all this old history. And you realize this has been living in my head all of these years. Mm -hmm. I didn't know where it came from. And you begin to open up the word of God. You begin to read it. You begin to memorize it. You yeah. begin to understand. And it's like, what I have believed is wrong. Yeah. It makes me think of, um, so I grew up in church. I was six years old when I got saved. But I wasn't living for Christ, and, and there was some inadequacies, because anything that humans touch is tainted, you know? <laughs> and so we, can't, we can come to a point in our lives where we either blame everyone we've ever crossed paths with, or we just work on focusing on Christ and trying to get it right. And, you know, letting go of the hurt of religion and humanity and moving past that. And so whenever I was in my early 20s, I became a mother to five through marriage and through myself and realized that the only way I was going to make it day to day was through Christ. And so I had rededicated my life to Christ and I, I had come across scriptures about renewing our mind and I was so lost by it. And I asked God to show me like a starting point. And what I was shown was Genesis, um, Adam and Eve in the garden after they had sinned. God was walking through the Garden of Eden in the cool of the day, and they had hidden. Mm -hmm. And God said, where are you? And they answered that they had hidden because they were naked. And he said, who told you that? Mm -hmm. And 
he kind of revealed to me for that to be the measure for every belief that I had about myself, that I had about Christ, that I had about Christianity, that I had about relationship with God, about his attributes and who they were, to measure every standard with who told you that, where did it come from? And if I couldn't find in the word of God to hold it to, (laughs) then to let it go. And to allow Christ and the Holy Spirit to reveal to me what the right answer was. Even if I didn't know the right answer, to let go of the wrong belief enough to let something else come through. And so I think that's really important. Yes, absolutely. That is key. And, you know, when you're renewing a building or a, a farmhouse, like I keep going back to, you don't want to just lay new on top of old if it's rotted and and won't support the weight of the home it won't you know provide the structure with shelter you have to rip that out at its at its core you Mm -hmm. have to remove all of it and replace it with the good stuff and um when i was reading through and and the lord was really just speaking in colossians 3 it's talking about being it's talking about our old flesh and the transformation that happens to us. It's really how we come alive in Christ. Mm-hmm. It's really how we become that new creation. And it says, since then you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above where Christ is seated, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. For you die and your life is now hidden with Christ and God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you will also appear with him in glory. So put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry. Because of these, the wrath of God is coming. You used to walk in the ways in the life you once lived, but now you must also rid yourself of all these things, such as anger, rage, malice, slander, filthy language from your lips. And do not lie to each other, since then you have taken off your old self with all its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of its creator. Here, meaning here there is no gentle or Gentile or Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian, slave or free, but Christ is all and is in all. Basically, any of the any of the lies that you've been told in your old man that because you're a woman, because you're this race, because you're this poverty level, because you're this education level, none of that applies in Christ. That's right. Because at the foot of the cross, we're all on equal ground. Mm-hmm. And his word is saying becoming a new creation has nothing to do with your old life or your old hindrances or your old sin mm-hmm. because we can bury all of those and mm-hmm. we can become like our creator. Mm-hmm. And this is something that has really come to me through prayer as well. We live in a world where we see things with our eyes and our ears. And we can even sometimes have what the world, I guess, would call intuition. You know, some people call it their knower. (laughs) (laughs) Some people can say they're feelers. I can feel something. Mm -hmm. But you can even get a sense around you sometimes of chaos. Or that, like you said, get a feeling like this isn't right. I don't know what's wrong with it, but it's just not right. Mm -hmm. Or that that sense of chaos or lack of peace. Like, I just can't hold on to peace. I don't understand what this is. But we don't operate. We're, we're not. That's not who we are. That's right. We're seated at the right hand with Christ. Mm-hmm. And that's where we operate from. That's where our thinking should be. We're casting those thoughts back to him and saying, hey, Jesus, catch this. Does this line up with you? Mm-hmm. You're my measure. Your truth, like what you shared, 
you know, in your testimony, what he showed you about the garden, that's his heart Mm -hmm. is to be back into communion with him. So if there's anything that's not keeping me from understanding what you're saying to me, or if there's anything that's here that's that's corrupted somehow because of these lies that I've been told or believed or just grew up thinking I don't even know where it came from, you just pitching that back to him. Mm-hmm. And and it kind of I feel like the understanding that we need to just live with is is, is Second Corinthians ten. Um, I think it's four, four or six, but it says. We do not wage war as the world does. Mm-hmm. The weapons we fight are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. Yes. And we demolish arguments and every pretension, some virgins say lofty ideals, that set itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. And we will be ready to punish every act of disobedience once our obedience is complete. Mm-hmm. And I love the picture of that because it is an active, it can be a violent thing. But you can say that thought does not line up. I'm, I, if I'm a co-heir with Christ, I'm royalty. Mm-hmm. I am God's child. I have an inheritance. Mm-hmm. You know, you've been in the Word of God, and you know Jeremiah twenty nine eleven says, "I know the plans I have for you," declares the Lord. Plans not to harm you, but mm-hmm. to bless you, to give you hope in a future. Mm-hmm. You know that the Bible says that you are the head and not the tail; you are above and not beneath. Mm-hmm. If you're staring down some situation, say, "Wait a minute!" The Lord said He would give that to me, running over, pressed down, shaken together, more than I could handle. Mm-hmm. Out of the windows of heaven, He'd pour out a blessing. Something is yes. not adding up here. Mm-hmm. You can get violent and say, "I rebuke that thought." Mm -hmm. that is not of you god Mm -hmm. i don't know where it came from Mm -hmm. but i renounce it Mm -hmm. i am not taking that into my head as a belief i'm not going to repeat that lie over and over again Mm -hmm. i'm not going to say it anymore i'm going to replace it with this truth Mm -hmm. and you can speak his word out loud not only does your your flesh hear it (laughs) the enemy around here hears it Mm -hmm. and you are Speaking from that place of identity, mm-hmm. you are speaking of that place of authority. Mm-hmm. You have recognized now. The enemy knows. Oh, I can't. I can't. I can't win that lie with her anymore. She's she's woken up. He's woken up. He knows who he is. He knows that Christ died for him. Oh my goodness. Okay, back to the drawing board. Let me try something else. And every time that we take hold of those thoughts. And we say, no, I'm gonna, my flesh is dying in this area. I am no longer going to walk in disbelief. I am no longer going to believe this counterfeit. Mm-hmm. This, this whole foundation is dry rot. Holy Spirit, come and tear out all of this. I don't want any more to do with that. Every time he renews a part of our mind, mm-hmm. it gets stronger. Mm-hmm. It's new. It's secure. We don't have to go back and argue over that stuff anymore. We don't have to question it because we have now replaced it with our identity in Christ. We have become one in that area of our life with His Spirit. We are, you cannot argue with someone who's had an experience. That's You've right. come too late to tell me that God doesn't heal. I've been healed. <laughs> That's right. You've come too late to tell me God doesn't provide. He's been my provider on more than one occasion. Mm-hmm. You have come too late to tell me that depression has to be my life because he set me free and mm-hmm. I am full of the joy of the Lord and that is my strength. Mm-hmm. When you have had marked encounters where the Lord has torn down that old 
ripped out those dirt, nasty files, torn down that old foundation of lie, and he has replaced it with his truth over you. There is no one that can ever take that from you. That's right. And you can go back to the time, date, and place and say, this is when I got set free from that. Mm-hmm. And that is the purpose of renewing your mind. It is not how many scriptures. There are no Bible drills in heaven. Right. It's not some plaque or prize that you put on your wall. It's not to sound more holy because, like, again, I said, the devil knows scripture too. Right. It's about knowing his heart. Mm-hmm. It's about applying his truth to our lives. And it is about crucifying that old flesh with all of its entrapments of sin, mm-hmm. entrapments of misery. And it is growing in that relationship, going back to that state in the garden where we walk with him mm-hmm. and we talk with him. And he tells us that we're his, mm-hmm. we're his kids. Well, and I also want to touch on, so whenever this was a new concept to me, I was kind of struggling with, um, that's why I thought it was so good whenever you kind of laid it out for what our thoughts become, um, our words, and that our words become our beliefs, and that our beliefs become our actions. Because whenever you're really starting to decide that you, you understand, okay, I need to change this, this is toxic, how do I refill it with good you know how do I empty the drain valve on the poison and start pouring in good things inside and um, God is sovereign and he can use anything to minister whether it has a holy basis or not it can still teach us and minister us and so um, at the time right around the time I had rededicated my life to Christ he used what I was exposing myself to to minister to me and that happened to be um, there's a movie Maleficent where they had kind of redone the um, Sleeping Beauty story and Angel Lena Jolie acts as the character of the villain Maleficent. And whenever she shows up to the christening of the baby, she puts a curse over that child. And that taught me more about the power of our words and whatever. I was so beaten down in my spirit that whenever people told me I had worth and value, it made me smile, but I didn't believe it. I didn't receive it on myself. And I thought they're such a nice person, but I didn't think it was true. And, um, at the end of her curse that she speaks over the baby, she says, I seal this curse for all eternity and no power on earth can change it. And so later in the movie, even she wants to change it, but she can't because her words had so much power. And that really resonated with me. And it's never left me, um, that even, um, I had to put on my bathroom mirror who who Christ says I am. I am. And my husband and I still have one hanging up there now. Um, you know, it's changed hands and now we have a different version, but of who Christ says we are, mm-hmm. our identity in Christ that we can have there to speak over ourselves when we look ourselves in the mirror because Sometimes it takes that to let that belief take root, to let those words become our thoughts, to have something to compare it to and hold it against. Whenever we start letting those thoughts and those beliefs of unworthiness come in, we can say, no, um, I am fearfully and wonderfully made, like you said, um, or I. I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, to give you something to counteract that with. Just Absolutely. like Jesus did in the Absolutely. wilderness, whenever Thought Satan did use yes. scripture yes. against him, he had scripture to rise up against it. Yes. But you have to have something to start with. So even if it's baby steps, God doesn't care. He will take you where you're at. He'll meet you where you're at, give you what you can take, and take you further one step at a time. So don't let what you don't know come against you and think, well, I can't get there because I don't know how to get there. He'll and I also it. want to say that there's grace. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it was Maya, Maya Angelou who said, when you know better, do better. Yeah, that's right. Amen. You know, you're not going to be punished for not knowing. Mm-hmm. It's when the awakening happens 
that then you have some responsibility for it. Awesome. So, you know, there's things that we believe as a kid, we didn't know any better. Yeah. But we come to an age of understanding and revelation happens. And even in that, there's great news. I got great news for everybody. At some point, I didn't know any scripture either. Mm -hmm. And there were times in my life when I was up against something that was literally tearing my heart out. And all I could say was, Jesus, help me. Mm -hmm. And that one little cry, Jesus, help me. He came running. That's right. And he met me in that place. Mm -hmm. And his love and his peace just saturated me. And that Mm -hmm. thought left. That lie broke. Mm-hmm. So, no, again, there's no Bible drills in heaven. Right. <laughs> this is not a contest to see whose theology is better. Right. This is about knowing the heart of your Father. And your heart of your Father is for you. Yes. And He sees you right where you're at. You yes. can be in the midst of a pig pen. Mm-hmm. You can have the trashiest mouth. It doesn't matter what your circumstances are. And let me let me break everybody's theology here. You can be a girl who's never cussed, a boy who's never sinned, and by your you know the church's standard, standards, yeah. you know you you're a good person. You do the right thing and realize that your whole life has been a lie. Mm-hmm. You don't believe in anything. Mm-hmm. You don't have conviction about anything, and you're miserable. Mm-hmm. There's hope for you too, mm-hmm. and His name is Jesus. That's right. And so I just want to lead anybody listening to this in prayer. Yes. If you hear this and there's something clicking inside of you, there's alarm bells going off and you're just like, this this is something I need. I mean, even the world can tell you that your, your actions started in your head as a thought, mm-hmm. whether it was your own or not. When you opened your mouth, you took ownership of it. So if you repeat that thought, now it's a belief. Mm-hmm. And out of that belief, you started behaving. You started operating. And, and you're like, you know what? I've done that. I've done all my life and I'm done. I don't want to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. I want to pray for you. Mm-hmm. Lord Jesus, we just come into agreement right now for every listener yes. who has realized that their life or part of their belief system is based in a lie mm-hmm. and they don't want to live that lie any longer. Mm-hmm. Lord, I ask that you would meet them right where they're at, whatever their circumstance are, and that your love would saturate them. They would feel your presence come, in, come into the room, come into the car, yes. come into that moment with them, Lord, that you would wrap your loving arms around them. Mm-hmm. And Lord, that you, the God of truth, the ambassador of peace, our champion who fights for us, mm-hmm. that you would begin to speak words of love over them, that you would call them by name and they would feel your love Lord, I pray that your truth spoken over them would break all the lies of the enemy. And I ask you to help them understand that love and to have the hunger to seek your heart through your word, through your scripture, through spending time with you. And that, Lord, for all of us, wherever we are in this journey, if we've been serving the Lord for two minutes, two seconds, or 200 (laughs) years, it feels like, that we would have a renewed desire to know truth to be set free and liberated and that we would take the responsibility of taking every thought captive and Mm -hmm. nailing it to the cross of Jesus Christ, that we would only live and move and have our being in the fullness of our identity in you, Jesus, Mm -hmm. and that you would continue. Your word promises that he that who has begun a good work is faithful to complete it. And Mm -hmm. I thank you, Lord, that you're completing a good work in each of us. And we give you all the glory, all the honor in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Abby. Well, listeners, that is a wrap for this episode. I hope that that 
interview with Miss Abby blessed you as much as it did me. Goodness, I feel like that was good stuff. It has gotten me just so not that not that I had lost a hunger for Christ's word, but it certainly renewed it in me and just wanting to um I can get bad about um, you know, in my routine it getting off and I'm very much a creature of habit. So once that habit kind of changes I'm slower to get back in the groove of things. But so I say all that to say at one point in my walk, I was very devout about getting up really early in the morning and having this quiet time with the Lord before I started my day. And then, you know, just life happens and the children and work schedules and all of this. And so it became more convenient to do that on my lunch break. Um, and there's, I mean, I think that Jesus just wants us and he wants a relationship and he doesn't really have a lot of regulations on when we have to seek him. But um, it just has really opened my eyes to wanting to seek him first and wanting to start my day with him um, so that whenever the lies of the enemy come that I can see more clearly so that I can hear Jesus's voice more clearly his scripture says my sheep know my voice and how do how are we able to do that well we're able to do that by spending time with him by being in relationship with him by in knowing him intimately and so um Abby's what she shared just really has spurred me on to just be better committed about um getting up earlier in the morning and committing myself to him very first thing and that's not to say that that's something I'm not putting that on any of the listeners that may not be at all what he speaks to with you but I'm just being transparent and sharing for me I know that um, I've got some work to do in that area and I'll be certainly pressing in and trying to grow in that area but I hope that it has um urged you to to grow in some area or kind of pressed upon you to 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 action um in james it talks about being a doer of the word not just a hearer of the word and so i hope that abby's message has helped um kind of initiate something inside of you and once again like i said in the introduction if there's anything that we can do for you at all feel free to reach out we're that's what we're here for um i pray blessings over you for these next few weeks and i just pray that you your relationship with christ continues to grow and deepen and that he meets you right where you're at just just as he does and i'm just so thankful for you listening and i look forward to you listening again for the next episode blessings to you all